You're listening to the Cheer Biz Podcast, where we dive into the business of running and owning your gym. Join us as we speak to industry experts, business gurus, and discuss how we can take your passion and turn it into profit. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Cheer Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Cotton, and I have to apologize. I know there's a little bit of an echo today. I am at camp. My full setup isn't built yet, um, and that is actually the reason I, I missed the Saturday episode. It's been a whirlwind of getting everything going, but things are off and running now, and I'm getting everything set up. But I needed to get this episode out to you because I, I didn't want to miss another one, and so I don't have my full beautiful setup yet, but I will have that for the next episode. So I apologize. There's going to be a little echo, but there shouldn't be many other audio challenges. Today, we are talking about the fact that the truth sucks to hear sometimes, but you need to hear it. Before we get into the episode, make sure you've headed on over to uh, nextgenerationgymowners.com and you have subscribed to our emails. You've gone on to Facebook and you've joined all-star cheer coaches and owners if you're a coach and an owner or you have headed over to cheer and gymnastics gym owners facebook group and join that group if you are a gym owner or a cheer gym owner or a gymnastics gym owner that is where we have our owner only conversations great conversations to have so make sure you head on over to that uh that page and you request to join that remember there's no advertising in those groups unless you're one of our sponsors one of our approved vendors um, and make sure you answer the membership questions but there's no spam no recruiting anything in any of our groups really really important uh hate having to kick people out who want to be in those groups because they um don't follow those rules all right so we're talking about the truth sucks to hear sometimes and why you might need to hear it and this is it's it's obvious right like but i think it's worth saying because we as business owners i've i've noticed um even myself that our business is our baby we work so hard on this thing oftentimes we spend hours and hours and hours working on building a piece of the website or crafting an email or building lesson plans or creating staff training and then you get there and you execute and you have people say yeah we didn't like this like this wasn't good or this could have been better and it can be really really frustrating and demoralizing and it can just it can tear you down as a gym owner uh you can be asking really good questions and then when you get an answer and you realize that you're a part of the problem that can make people go on the defensive and i know it sucks to hear but it can be so important to hear that and so there's really there's three main reasons i and i like to break things down into threes um there's three reasons we're going to talk about on why the truth is so important to hear even though it may suck and it may bruise your ego. Uh, number one is you can't make improvements if you don't know there's problems. And that is a obvious one, right? Everyone knows this, but you can't get better as a business owner. You can't get better as a coach if you're not hearing those harsh criticisms. We would tell our kids this exact same thing. Like I tell my kids this all the time. Uh, you know, if you are not succeeding at something, I have to tell you the truth. If it's your fault, I need to tell you that. I'm actually doing you a kindness by telling you the truth 
even though it may hurt your feelings, even though it may make you not feel good, uh, in the moment, I'm preventing you from harm later, potentially a greater harm. The example I always use with my kids is, I would rather you be honest with me, I would rather hear the truth, even if it hurts my feelings, because imagine friends, right? When we think about what a friend does for you, friends tell you the truth, or they should. There are lots of friends that may lie to you, but those aren't your real friends. Your real friends are the people who will tell you the truth. Those are the people who actually care about you. Because I want the kind of friend who if I'm walking around school, and this is the example I use with my athletes, if you're walking around school and you wiped your nose in the bathroom and you got a booger slide out and it got stuck on your face, but you didn't know it, and you're walking around school with a booger on your face, wouldn't you want someone to tell you you had that booger on your face rather than be like, oh, I don't want to hurt their feelings, so I won't tell them that they have this booger on their face, right? So you want to have someone who's going to do that, which means that's someone telling you the truth. And like I said, that sometimes hurts to hear sometimes, but it is so important that you get the opportunity to hear it. So that's the number one thing. You can't make corrections. You can't fix those problems if you don't hear the truth. And I know it's an easy one. I know it's really obvious, but it, I can't talk about anything else without saying that. Okay. So it, it helps you, right? It, it prevents you from further harm. You can't make improvements without knowing those shortcomings. Okay. This is why going to the people who love you the most and asking them for feedback on something is not always the best answer. You, I see gym owners do this a lot where they go to their, their raving fans and their five-star reviews and they go, this is my gym. Well, that's that person's experience in your gym. But what you need to really be thinking about is who are those people who aren't telling you something, all right? Now, that brings me to my number two is the people I'm the most worried about are the people who are giving me no feedback. So if I have people who are a client of mine and they're not telling me I'm doing things well and they're not telling me I'm doing things poorly, then I am really, really worried about those people because they're not communicating. So I don't know if I'm meeting their expectations. Now, I'm not insinuating that you as a business owner need to bend over backwards to meet every single person's expectations. That's not true. Obviously, you need a client to fit within the mold of your business. And it's important to have your identity and know who you are so you know whether or not a client is going to fit. But that said, you need to be hearing from people and getting feedback from them in order to make those improvements. So it is the, it's the silent people that actually concern me the most because I don't know what's happening. And so having open dialogue with your clients is really important. And this means the kids as well as the parents. Okay, you need to be talking to your athletes, but you also need to be checking in with your parents. And this is one of the shortcomings I see the most often with rec athletes as programs try to identify how to increase their, their length of engagement with their recreational tumbling athletes. 
the key is they don't have those touch points. They don't have those interactions, especially with the parents, because there's less to communicate about. You don't have competitions. You don't have choreography. You don't have uh, a other things happening that you need to talk to them about so you often talk less they're also in your gym for less hours so it's much easier to do the drop them off and then leave but when you can create those connections with those clients open those lines of communication they're more likely to stay longer which brings me to my number three point of the truck the truth sucks to hear sometimes but you need to hear it is a complaining client is a opportunity. Now, I've talked about this in previous episodes and I always come back to it because I truly believe it and the data shows it. That when you have a client who's bringing you a complaint, they're bringing you a concern, you actually have a really awesome opportunity there. Now, it's very easy to be like, I'm mad at you because you're telling me something I don't want to hear or maybe they're even wrong. Oftentimes, I've found in business that the complaint at least has some reality to it. There's some truth to that complaint. Now, their interpretation may be inaccurate or they may be blowing it out of proportion, but they oftentimes do have some sort of a valid complaint and you need to be able to drill down into what is going on that I can potentially fix. Okay, I've had, I had a conversation with a mom two years ago who felt that communication wasn't great in the gym. And we use band, we use Facebook, we use emails, we use all these different things. And I was like, this is just one more dumb parent who doesn't understand why, like that was my initial reaction, right? My, my immediate reaction was like, they just don't understand how much we're doing. But then I, I took that deep breath. I said, this is an opportunity to learn. This is good. Okay, so I'm gonna sit down with this parent and I'm gonna listen to them. I'm gonna listen to their concerns. And I listened and she brought up some really good points of like, hey, as a new parent, this is our first year in your gym last year, it was, I just didn't know what I didn't know. And there were, I didn't know how choreography worked. I didn't know how these things worked. I didn't know that you did live videos. I didn't know that you did these things. And, and I, those were helpful, but I really felt in the dark for a long time. I was like, okay, you know what? I have a website, I can fix this for you. Uh, I could, everyone can fix this. If they have this problem, you all have YouTube. You can create a library of videos that you share with your parents explaining important things that they need to know. Okay. It's not that complicated. You can do it within your gym. And it all starts from having conversations and learning where you have shortcomings, where you need to be making improvements. So instead of avoiding those conversations, instead of being like, I don't want to hear what you have to say, it's my way or the highway, take a moment, take a breath and say, you know what? It is helpful to learn and helpful to know the truth so I can make changes. You cannot make changes if you don't know what's going on. So having those difficult conversations. When you have someone with a complaint, when you have someone with a problem, although it sucks to hear, although no one wants to sit down and have someone tell them that this thing was messed up, those complaints represent an opportunity. And they also represent an opportunity to create a very loyal client. If you can get someone to know 
that when they have a concern, you will bring it to them and you will do your best to make changes and improve the problem, you're actually going to create loyalty. That's what all the data shows. You're going to make people want to stay with you longer because they know that you are invested in them and that you care about them. So take those moments and it's okay to be a, a little frustrated at the get-go. I start that way too. It's okay to be like, you know, they, you know, go into your room, do your rubble, rubble, rabble, you know, grumble, gripe, do all those things, and then come back and have that conversation and hear the hard truth. This is one of those conversations that I, I have with clients all the time. I talk with business owners all the time, and I have this conversation in my own head all the time that the truth sucks to hear sometimes. But this is actually one of the best things about having our business coach that we have is you know, he tells us, hey, you guys are missing the mark on this, or hey, you need to prioritize this, or this is backwards in your business, right? I don't want to pay someone who's just going to tell me I'm awesome. It's nice to know when I do something right and like, yeah, you're on the right path, but I don't want to have someone who's just telling me everything I do is great and meanwhile, I'm not being successful. And takes me to kind of my last reasoning for why I wanted to talk about this. This isn't a number, this isn't in the one, two, three, but just kind of putting things all into a package. There's a lot of people out there looking for advice and you can go to all sorts of Facebook groups and you can ask for advice on a situation, on something going on. And sometimes you're going to get responses from people that hurt, that don't feel great, that are going to say, well, this is where you're messing up. And I think there's a balance to be struck, okay? There is, first off, there's all sorts of people out there giving bad advice. So be very careful about who it is you take advice from about how to run your business. Make sure that you're actually talking to someone who's been there, done that, and runs a successful business, not a coach who thinks they can tell you how to run it better. Just like as a coach, you wouldn't listen to someone telling you how to coach your world's team if they've only ever coached a level one team you'd be like well you don't quite understand now they might know some things but they might not know all the details so make sure you're being cautious about who you take business advice from but hearing those things getting told what is going on that is not right in your business is something that can help propel you to the next level most of the great things I do in business started with me being told I was doing something wrong. Or even if they weren't talking to me directly, listening to a podcast, listening to someone, reading a book and hearing them say, hey, you should be doing this and me going, I don't do that. Okay, so I'm identifying the truth there. They're telling me the truth of how things should go. I'm identifying the truth of my current situation and then that allows me to make change. All right, so as we wrap up the podcast, I want you to take a little bit of time and think about what are ways that you can get a better picture of the truth of how your business is running, whether that be talking to your, uh, your business coach, whether that be talking to your clients, having a coffee and a conversation, uh, whether that be uh, going onto a Facebook group and asking for input, find ways to solicit responses that are going to give you the truth about what it is you are doing and then take that truth and it's up to you then to 
break that down into actionable steps for you within your business. What can you do to now make change? We know the truth. Now, how can we use that truth to instigate change within our business? All right, everyone, I hope you got something great out of this episode. Again, I apologize for the audio. It will be better on the next one. Uh, I promise. Again, I'm not in my home studio, but it will be much better on the next episode because I'll have my good mic set up and it'll be just perfecto. Um, All right. I will talk to you on the next episode. Make sure you check out Jason Slarkin's episodes. Uh, Absolutely fantastic content there. Great interviews, great content. So make sure you're checking out the Let's Talk Cheer podcast as well. And with that, we'll catch you on the next one. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Cheer Biz Podcast. If you would like to be featured on our podcast, click the link in our description to apply. If you're interested in joining NextGen, visit our website at www.nextgenowners.com. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to make sure you don't miss any future episodes. Thanks for listening.